0: Hello, this is Dr. Ed Hill, the host of This Week in the Word, where we grow in our knowledge of the Word of God and our walk with Christ. You joined us for the third episode of The Way He Came Down. As we think about Christmas and how the eternal Lord Jesus Christ came down to earth to become a man like us, yet sinless, that he might die the perfect sinless sacrifice to pay the price for our sins, that we might go to heaven with him. Well, you've come to that episode, Episode 3 of Christmas, The Way He Came Down for Sunday, December eighteenth, 2022. If this is your first time listening to this particular series, I encourage you to go back and listen to Episode 1 and 2 of Christmas, The Way He Came Down and it'll bring you up to speed with what we have seen thus far in this brief Christmas series. But today, we're going to the book of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2. And just to roughly cover what we've already seen, the Lord Jesus Christ has been born, and now an amazing event, if, if everything we have already seen is not totally amazing, another amazing event occurs to, to certify and reinforce this. This was not the birth of a random baby. It was not the birth of even just a great baby. This was the birth of someone exceedingly special, Now, let me give you the back story. When the Jewish people were carried captive into Babylon, and then, of course, Persia conquered Babylon, and you know about all of that. But anyway, when the Jewish people were carried captive to Babylon, that area, we know about the prophet Daniel. The prophet Daniel was a Jewish prophet, And God gave to him amazing, expansive visions and teaching regarding the coming of a new world government that would control the entire world and that kingdom would never end nor cease. And it would be ruled by the Christ, the Messiah. And this teaching, of course, spread... In that area and that area also already had what were called magi these were considered uh, very wise politically and spiritually astute people in that region in fact it said that you could not be a king in that area unless you had their stamp of approval so These prophecies of the prophet Daniel had been written down just roughly, not exactly, but roughly 500 years prior to the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And ever since Daniel had made these prophecies given to him from God, these magi, these wise men in the east had been eagerly watching the Positions of the stars to see if they could know when the Messiah would be born. Now, there's a lot more to that that I cannot explain in this brief episode, but just know that this very special group of advisors were watching for the birth of the Messiah predicted by Daniel who would rule an eternal kingdom. That would never end. Also, I want you to know this, that when the Lord Jesus Christ was born, Herod was the king, one of the Herods, and he was called the king of the Jews. You know, there's only one room for one king of the Jews at a time, right? But he had not been born as king of the Jews. He had been put into that position by the the Roman occupying government. In fact, Herod was not even Jewish. He knew a little bit about the Jewish religion, but apparently not very much. And the Jews kind of tolerated him because they had to but he ruled because Rome said he could rule. That's what you need to know. Now, let's go to Matthew chapter 2. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, where is he that is born king of the jews for we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him so as i said this is no ordinary baby this was a a kingly ruler a king yet he was worthy of worship so this is a unique baby verse 3 When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. Now, you know, if he was Jewish and he was really the real king of the Jews, you know, the type of king he should have been, he would have known that, but he didn't know that. So he had to get the, you know, the top brass of the Jewish religion and the people who were, uh, you know, very skilled in interpreting the word of God. And and he wanted to know, okay, where is this Christ going to be born? Verse 5, And they said unto him in Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Man, as I've said in the last couple of episodes, or at least the last one for sure, do you know how far away Bethlehem was from the gates of the city of Jerusalem? And I know we typically think, oh, I don't know, a hundred miles, you know, two hours away, a long way away. It was about five miles, and when the Lord Jesus Christ was born, and the shepherds went, and they were privileged to to verify this. They'd been told by the angels, and then they went, and there was the baby they'd been told about by the angels in swaddling clothes. Yes, like all babies probably born at that time, but it was in a manger. <laughs> they began to tell everybody, and I have to think, Since they were raising the lambs and the sheep sacrificed five miles away at the temple in Jerusalem, they probably told somebody there. Somebody there probably heard about it. Nobody went. Nobody went to verify the story for themselves. Nobody cared. So now, sometime later, and we don't know how much later, maybe a few weeks or months, here come these magi, these kingmakers from the east, and they want to know. Okay, so where is where is the one who is born king of the Jews? You know, as opposed to Herod, who had been appointed. <laughs> We've seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Wow, man, you bet Herod was upset because he intended to stay the king of the Jews. You know, people who get into politics, if they're not careful, they all tend to become like that because... Power is intoxicating, and the ability to to control people is extremely addictive. And Herod was no exception. So he finds out, okay, so this Christ is supposed to come, the king of the Jews. You know, he felt like he was, and there wouldn't be anybody uh, uh, edging him out. So he wanted to know, all right, where is this Christ going to be born? So they tell him in Bethlehem of Judea, which, like I said, is about five miles from Jerusalem. And they give him the scripture to back that up. And it probably rubs salt in his wound when they said, for out of these shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. And that, he knew that wasn't him. So now he's got a threat to his political power in his future that really gets the attention of politicians. Verse seven, then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. Now, I don't know if you remember Gilda Radner on Saturday Night Live, but the famous phrase, gag me with a spoon, that's what you kind of feel when you listen to this complete fake, murderous, lawless politician. Verse 9. When they had heard the king, and I was thinking about this, that little phrase here, when they had heard the king, I'm, I, I'm wondering if they said, okay, we hear you, we hear what you're saying. These were not stupid men. And by the way, we don't know that it was three or 30 or 300. It probably was way more than three. But when this entourage of kingmakers, these magi, these wise men from the east, rolled in Jerusalem, everybody knew about it. And uh, they, they had Herod's number, I think, to some degree. Maybe they didn't know exactly what he intended, but they did know he was a politician and they knew all about politicians. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Now this was, by the way, I know in to keep everything uh, uniform, when we celebrate Christmas, we've got to get in the shepherds and the wise men. and We have them all coming to the manger at the same time. That's not how it happened. The Lord Jesus Christ was born and then the, you know, the shepherds come and they are allowed the privilege of verifying all of this. It is just like the angels that told them it would be. And they start telling everybody. And then, as I said, some time passes. We don't know how long because now we see that they, they come into the house, right? So they're no, Mary and Joseph and the Lord Jesus Christ are no longer in a manger. They're in a house, okay? And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. Wow. As I said, this is no random baby. This is a unique baby because these wise men, these kingmakers, fell down and worshiped him and when they had opened their treasures they presented unto him gifts gold and frankincense and myrrh you know at this time in the usual christmas sermon or lesson you're told the meaning of the gold the frankincense and the myrrh and i'm sure those meanings are there but the point here is they they opened their treasures And we see they opened their treasures. They presented unto him, not to Mary and Joseph, but to the Lord Jesus. They presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Now, we've all seen babies born, but we've never seen anything like this happen with any baby that's been born. This is a unique baby, the Lord Jesus Christ. He is eternal God, fulfilling the prophecies of the great prophet Daniel, who has now been born, and all of those prophecies about his coming eternal kingdom are set in motion. Verse 12, and being warned of God in a dream that they should not returned to Herod. They departed into their own country another way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. Isn't it great to see how the Lord provided for that flight into Egypt with the treasures that were given to the Lord Jesus Christ? I like that. Verse 15. And was there until the death of Herod that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. So this is how the Lord fulfilled that prophecy about the Lord Jesus Christ. How would he be born king of the Jews, and yet out of Egypt have I called my son? Well, the Lord Jesus Christ was taken to safety in Egypt and then came out of Egypt, as we'll see here in a moment. Verse 16, here's a, a sight glass into the soul of Herod. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wrath and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the coast thereof from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, in Ramah was there a voice heard, lamentation and weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and would not be comforted because they are not. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeareth in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead, which sought the young child's life. And he arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus did reign in Judea, in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go thither. Notwithstanding, being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside into the parts of Galilee, and he came down and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. Well, we've seen more today about Christmas, the way he came down, and the uproar that his coming the first time caused. I want to ask you a question today. Who is Jesus to you? To Herod, he was a threat. To others, like the chief priest and the scribes, apparently he wasn't very important because they didn't even go and look for him. Who is he to you? What do you call him? Do you call him God, the Lord and Savior? Is he your Lord and Savior? You know, that's one of the points of Christmas, practically speaking, for you and for me, is that we come to the point where we realize that the Lord had to go to this great extent to save us from our sins. I've called on the Lord Jesus Christ to be my Savior and Lord. I've been born again. Have you Many of you have, but some of you have not. Right now, wherever you're listening, in a foreign land, for me, I'm in the United States. Maybe you're listening in Austria or Swaziland. Maybe you're listening in Canada or somewhere in the United States or Tokyo. Wherever you're listening, right now you can place your faith and trust and the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and be your Savior and Lord, because you believe who he is, what he did on the cross, and that he rose victorious over sin, death, hell, and the grave after three days. You may want to speak with someone about becoming a Christian or how to live the Christian life. I'm going to give you a phone number, I'll say it twice, 888-388-2683, 888-388-2683. Call that number and someone will help you become a Christian or to begin to grow and become a very um, strong Christian for the glory of God and lead others to Christ as well. I hope you will like this episode, follow the podcast and share it with someone right now, right where you're listening, that they may hear the good news of Jesus Christ. I look forward to speaking with you again as I'm still around and the Lord doesn't come first. And I wish you all, if you're listening here in December of 2022, a Merry Christmas. God bless you.